0: This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Touchdown! Kansas City! Damian Williams runs to immortality! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com.
1: Addison Patterson. Wow. Sounds like something in a poetry slam, Dave.
0: According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Cup. Jaden
1: Alexander with six, crosses over, drives in, drives to the basket, shot is good!
0: Good! Good and one! Everything happening in the sports world. And the Chiefs Kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. And even some things not happening in the sports world.
2: I've always had trouble with my hammy and it's just been, it's kind of chronic. And there's just really nothing
1: I can do about it.
0: Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell.
1: Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM, KBBE, or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson and ready for a busy day of state basketball in Emporia. Mr. Steve Sell, Steve. Good afternoon. I, I know it's hard to hear you with your mask on over there. <laughs> I do not
2: have a mask on, but uh, I what am, a
1: what a crazy crazy day. I, am, ta- I
2: am taking the proper precautions. Uh, you know, I was I was in the store last night, and man, there's no hand sanitizer anywhere. Toilet paper basically about disappeared. Uh, I was able to, you know, get some Clorox disinfectant. So. I'm going to take some with me today. You just never know. You got You got to be careful. Uh, we we don't know what we're dealing with. That's the thing. We really don't know what we're dealing with. The state basketball tournament at the time of this taping is on with fans in the stands. Nothing's going to change. So we'll be on the air at 240 game three o'clock. McPherson baser Linwood girls from white auditorium, white auditorium, the venerable white auditorium, one of our favorite places to go. But It has been such a bizarre 24 hours uh, in the world of sports and the world in general.
1: Well, just a heads up, we are taping this ahead of time because we are currently on the road over to Emporia. That's right. So in case something changes in the next two hours, that way you know that we are working a little bit ahead of time here. I want to dive into McPherson's matchup with Baser-Linwood today, talk a little bit about some of the other games of the state tournament yesterday. But first, we have to dive into what I think might go down as one of the craziest days in the history of American sports. And I don't try I'm not trying to say this as, oh, it's crazy. Oh, we're we're gonna blow this out of proportion. No. I just think that everything about yesterday was wild. I think that when we look back on this in twenty years, this will stack up with the OJ Car Chase day. I think it will stack up with that. I think it will stack up with all the baseball games that were played right after 9-11 and all the pageantry that went into that and and George Bush what what he threw out a first pitch at one of the World Series games that I I think it's going to go along the lines of that for famous sports days and what a crazy day it was and again I don't want to talk about the coronavirus from an analytical perspective here today, Steve. Right. You and I, what do we have our degrees in? Nothing from the two universities that we went to. <laughs> yeah, generally. I don't know anything about science. I don't know anything about germs. I don't know anything about that, but I do know about sports, and I know how things work in relation to the sports world. And yesterday, we talked about, on the show, how is this going to affect everything? And I think our initial thought yesterday was, they might take some fans out of the stands. And what I think that we have learned over the last 24 hours is, yeah, they're going to take fans out of the stands, but I think they're going to take it one step further, and that will be postponing most sporting events for the foreseeable future. And that is what the NBA announced last night, and that's part of what made yesterday such a crazy sports day, is that we've never had a sports league, besides the Baseball in 1994, closing because of the strike, right. and the season coming to an end. We've never had a league just stop. right? And especially, we're beyond the All-Star break, we're coming down the home stretch, you've got college basketball ramping up, people right now are as interested in the NBA as they have been all year because we're getting down to crunch time, and they are saying... And it started yesterday with Golden State saying, hey, we cannot have any fans at games. Right. And then it has led to the NBA saying, we're just going to postpone games for the foreseeable future, keep everybody away from each other, and find out what happens in a month. And the scene at Chesapeake Energy Arena in Oklahoma City last night when... Everybody on the floor found out that Rudy Gobert for the Utah Jazz had tested positive, and then it came out this morning that Donovan Mitchell for the Utah Jazz has also tested positive, that people were running like madmen. They were running away. They canceled all the games last night. It was as weird of a day as I can remember, but what I think is going to happen, and as we've seen a lot of different college conferences try and suspend activities for the spring, what I see happening is postponement. I think that we will put a halt to everything for a little bit, figure out what the heck's going on, keep everybody apart, and then in a month try and figure out where we're at. Are, are, are you on the same page with yeah, you, and,
2: you know, at the time that we're doing this, uh, the NCAA tournament is saying they're going to go on with no fans, or limited fans, I should say. I think that's going to get
1: rescinded. I think it will too I, by the end of the day, yeah, if not I, by the time this runs. Yeah, by
2: the – we could be already talking about something that's happened because I I, I really believe the NCAA NCAA tournament will be at least postponed for a couple weeks. Uh, Maybe for the, you know, they just might not end up having it this year. But uh, as, as much as sports is a fabric of our society, people's lives are even more important. And I've always said no game is more important than a person's life. And the economic ramifications are just... You know, they're ground shaking, they're
1: shattering. What's making she, is Steve shake. Yeah, this yeah. Steve's over there tapping his foot. Yeah,
2: but I, I just think, you know, what the NBA could do, say, what's there, six weeks left probably in the NBA season? Well, it's the middle of March, so
1: yeah, six-ish weeks.
2: Probably six-ish weeks. What they could do is take time off, and when they say it's two months, they could come back, the standings as they are now, those are the teams that make the playoffs, and you could just go ahead and and do the playoffs well. The NBA season doesn't end till you know early no, June no, no. anyway. Why not? Let's just go ahead and drag it into August and and uh, you know crown a champion then. But I'm with you. I just think everything is going to be postponed. Um, you know, like NASCAR. I mean, you got a hundred thousand people basically crammed in like sardines at NASCAR events. I can't see NASCAR, you know, having events. Uh, I j- I just think all sports. What about
1: this one, Steve? The Masters. Augusta National. Hello, friends. How weird will that be? Normally, you've got all the green. Well, I have a friend. I have
2: a friend Uh who, for the first time in his life, got tickets to the Masters.
1: Big red dog.
2: Big red dog. And he may not get a go because, you know, they say, well, it'll be warm down there. Well, I don't, like you say, we're not I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about it, so I, I just don't, you know, I don't see how that plays into it. But there's a lot of people there. And... The big thing is now you can't have big groups of people together. Now, Masters, you know, is, they limit pretty much their crowds anyway, but I don't know if they could have the Masters with only like 100
1: fans it would on, be the, on weird. the course. It would be Well, the whole thing be— You just have three people sitting on Amen Corner. Yeah, and,
2: it, and you know, the Big 12 tournament today, playing with like 100 fans on the stands. Just pretty much moms, dads. Why don't they just postpone it? I, I just—I'm I, sorry, I just— I find it strange they'd play game because that's what March Madness is all about, the pomp and pageantry and the circumstance and things like that. But it just seems too strange to me. It's just like if you and I went out to high school practice, you know, no people in the stands, just us. Yeah, it's We'd be, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: it's a little more fun when there's. You, you get to hear some different words come that, out of coaches' mouths. That's whenever, whenever right. Whenever and, and the no thing people. is,
2: if, you know, state basketball tournament is still on, fans are still going to be allowed. Right. Everything's normal for state basketball. But if they decide, say, on Friday to change it where it's just the players, the coach, you and me, you and, <laughs> and, and, and media, you know, they're counting on us to tell the story. It's going to be weird when, and going to the line is
1: Grace Pyle. And, and Grace can hear us. Grace looks
2: over and says, be quiet. You know, I could just hear it now, Grace Ann.
1: a 78% free throw shooter. And she's like, it's actually 79.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I, and I don't mean to laugh because this is a, this is so serious. This is maybe the most serious thing I've encountered in my lifetime. And, you know, I look at it probably differently than you do because younger people, Aren't as affected as much as
1: yeah we're just tough. Well, like we're ju- we're just really. You're, you're tough. forty.
2: You're you're almost forty years younger. than me. I just shake
1: all this stuff off. Yeah,
2: you're you're forty. You're almost forty years younger than me. And I wrote a column about this today. You know, I said I've worked. I have been working since I was basically about fourteen years old. And I am very very close to retirement. And you know, I want to enjoy my retirement. But right now, with the way things are going, the coronavirus is affecting everybody economically. I mean, I'm we're watching our
1: 401k's just Steve has lost x number of dollars since the show
2: started. <laughs> yeah, I have I have lost yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> and 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 you know that that was my money earmarked to retire and you know I've got so, I'll get social security when I want to take it. I mean, I can take it now, but I don't take it because I'm working full time, but you know, it's changing the world we live in and somehow some way the scientists in this world, we've got great scientists in this world. They've got to get a handle on this. They've got to come up with more testing, more vaccines, things like that. Well,
1: getting back to just the sports side. Right. You and I aren't doctors. We're not scientists. That's right. We're really idiots. But what we can project here is how the sports world responds to this. How do how do things work? And I know that we mentioned that a lot of spring classes have been canceled at universities. KU. And I, I know that next week they're trying to do some online things. I don't know all the details on that, but I do know there are several conferences, like the Ivy League, that are saying we are just canceling all spring sports. Right. We're, we're not traveling. We're not playing games. We're just done. And I don't think that is how the rest of the sports world is going to handle this. I really do think that... People are going to come together, and especially these four or five things. The NCAA tournament, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and maybe NASCAR. You throw them in there, too. Right. I really do think that these three, four, five hockey. big things. I guess hockey. Uh, you could throw in the NHL because they're in the middle of a we postseason stretch. We have some hockey stretch. fans out there, yeah. I really do think that we're going to take a break, step aside, everybody go get away from each other figure out what the heck this thing is, and then reconvene in a month, test it out. Okay, are we good to go now? Maybe it takes six weeks. Maybe it takes two months. We have time. And what I think can happen on the backside is, what I mean by backside is the 2020-2021 NBA season or the NCAA tournament, the season gets condensed a little bit. Right. We try and make up for that. It reminds me a little bit of the year six or seven years ago when the NFL, went on strike, and they only played a certain amount of games. They might play, instead of the 82 next year, might play 62, Right. might play 55. I don't know how the numbers work out, but I think that we will take a break, pause, figure everything out, come up with a plan, and then go from there in a couple months. I, I
2: really do. And, you know, I started my column today. I said, I remember a long, long time ago, somebody came in the office and said, what would you do without professional sports and collegiate sports? And I just kind of laughed. I said, well, it'll never happen. So, but I'd said what it what it would amount to is we would play the sports for enjoyment, you know, like shooting a basketball outside on a, you know, a court. nobody wants to watch you do that. No, but, or me dunk a ball. No, no, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> yeah. If I had a springboard, but, but, you know, you could still play golf or tennis and, you know, you know, you're out there and you're not, you know, in crowds and things like that. So you would enjoy sports for the purity. You just wouldn't get wrapped up in a team and players. And, you know, some people, you know, go a little overboard. They lose their minds about their professional and college teams. But
1: I've never seen you do that either. Oh, KU basketball. I've never seen that. Yeah,
2: KU basketball. But anyway, you know, sports would just be for the enjoyment of the sake of the game with no money, nothing, you know, nobody –
1: Roll, you know, guys, people to look up to, teams to watch. It seemed very, very weird to me. One thing I will say, and this might sound kind of weird, and people are saying, well, think about all the money that's on the line for the NBA. Think about all the money that's on the line for the NCAA tournament. I really don't care whether Mark Cuban loses a couple million dollars from Dallas Mavericks home games. Right. I really don't feel bad for him. I'm not really concerned about the NCAA. That's not why people want to play these games. They want to play them because they want to see it. Right. You know, you're so far into the season that you want to see something happen. And I really do think that we're going to take a break. I think that potentially by the time this airs today, we're recording it at about ten o'clock. I wouldn't be surprised if the NCAA tournament says we're just going to suspend. Well, we're going to suspend this. We're just going yeah. to postpone. I wouldn't be surprised if the Big Twelve tournament says this by the time we go on go on the air today at two forty in Emporia. But I really do think we're gonna hit pause, take a break, wait it out, and see what happens. To me, it feels like the most rational solution. Well,
2: I, I think that's what you got to do, and and I know, like I said, I was in the store last night. Stuff was flying off the shelves. I mean, you went into Dylan's, and it was just these empty shells. Because people are really taking this seriously, and they should.
1: All right, Steve, let's break away from that. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about sports that are going to happen (laughs) today and sports that we will be covering. 5A Girls State Tournament in Emporia. The Bullpup Girls open up by taking on Baser Linwood, and we will talk about that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE.
0: You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM, KBBE, or online at midkansasonline.com
1: back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Steve Sell. We do know one thing that will be happening today, and that is the 5A Girls' State Tournament in Emporia. You and I will be there. The McPherson Girls play the first game of the day. They start at 3 o'clock at White Auditorium. I'm sure that there are people that are in their car making their way to Emporia right now or at least packing up the car to get ready to make their way over there. So as of now, the Kansas State High School Activities Association says we're playing games. And people can come in and watch those games. So that's is step number one. Yeah. And that's what
2: it is as we're taping this.
1: That's right. So who knows in two hours? What yeah, it'll be we might like. be in
2: Emporia and they may say and you know, we're not gonna let people in, but right now the plan is for Fans to be in the stands.
1: Regardless of that, Steve and I will be there. Yeah. We will be putting the game on the radio. That's right. Unless the virus takes over the internet. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we can't get it through. But yeah. anyway, we're looking forward to McPherson's matchup with Baser-Lynwood this afternoon. With a win today, the Bullpup girls would advance to the Final Four for a fourth consecutive season on Friday. But I really do think they have their hands full today with a very tough Baser-Lynwood team that is able to score points. They are athletic. They are able to come up with stops defensively. I think this will be a very tough team. And we saw something yesterday, Steve. We saw two number one seeds at the state tournament go down yesterday. Both of them were on the boys' side. The 3A boys, the number one team, Haven, who beat Heston last week in the sub state finals, they lost to the eight seed St. Mary's. The 1A boys, Breen Academy, they were undefeated, had rolled everybody all year. They lose to the eight-seed Stockton, and the Bullpup girls are trying to not be a part of that statistic Yeah, today. and you know,
2: I'm looking. You you made a list of all the uh, scores and everything from yesterday. There was not one class yesterday. There were one, two, six different classes played yesterday, three boys' tournaments, three girls' tournament. There was not what we call chalk right. in the first round. There so was all a, the favorites win. All the favorites in every single class did not win. Now, you had some where there were three out of four, but you had, a, you had a couple where two of the top seeds got beat. Uh, I think all the other ones, just one of the top seeds got beat. But it just shows, and Berean, to me, that was just... That was a stunner. That was a stunner because, you know, we've Haven had... 2 We've had some coaches, you know, here for our coaches show, and we'd talked and they said, oh, Berean, they're just going to walk through 1A. Well, now you're looking at 1A with Little River and St. John with the Cowboys, coach. That's right. That might be the... Expo facto championship game because you look at the bottom of the bracket out at 1A boys, it's number 5 against number 8. And Stockton had lost 11 games going into its game with Berean, which was 25-0, and and beat them 38-33, a typical Berean game. You know, Berean just never generally takes a shot unless it's a layup. They play that real controlled style. Well, Stockton beat Berean at their own game. And then Lebo, which has been very good at state down through the years, Got beat by South Central in 1A. So you're looking at the 5-8 in one game. And then Little River, Coach Morrow in his first year, Macai grad. And Coach Tremel. And Coach Trimmel, uh playing St. John, the Cowboy, Clint Kinnaman in a semifinal. And I really think the winner of that game will win the state tournament.
1: And then for some of the bigger classifications, Steve, for people that didn't get a chance to follow along. There was one upset at 4A Girls as the number two seed Ghidorah Cardinals lost to the seven seed Clay Center. Other than that, it went as we expected. The Piper Girls rolled Baldwin. The number one seed Nickerson beat eight Bueller. And then Bishop Miege kind of struggled with Chapman, which surprised me. 5A Boys in Emporia. Andover beat Blue Valley Southwest in the one versus eight by one point. Right. You had Cape and Mount Carmel, the five beat DeSoto. Two seed Baser Linwood held off the surging Andover Central Jaguars. And then the number three seed Hayes beat Highland Park. So your semifinal in five A boys Andover against Capin, Baser Linwood against Hayes.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know, it's it just seems kind of strange. Uh five A, both you know, five A boys and four A girls to me was kind of strange, especially, you know, we were four A, you know, for many years. And you look at that four A field and, and the teams there, you just don't hardly recognize them. There's just you know, you you know, uh, Nickerson, you know, really, you know, they were 3A for a long time. Uh, Chapman, you know, Bueller really hadn't done anything in girls except for when Jessica Steffen was there, at least in the last 10 years or so. And uh, I just find it real interesting uh, how it's all played out. And then 5A boys, Andover, uh, a big rally by Blue Valley Southwest made that game close uh baser we saw them i was impressed with baser i was too when, when we saw him up at the eight uh, showcase hayes beating highland park was a real surprise to me because i guess i just haven't been sold on hayes this year but you know hayes got in and 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 he, he just i i still go back to the augusta game that's just gonna stick in everybody's crawl because of mcpherson wins that game
1: then they would have been in Hayes' position. They would have been in
2: Hayes' position, and who knows what would have happened.
1: And then in 6A girls down at Arena at in Wichita, Liberal beat Elate late the South, a team that we had seen earlier this year. Derby and Shawnee Mission Northwest played the game of the day, went to double overtime, and the Derby Panthers, who the Bullpup Girls beat, will go to the state semifinals, where I think they have a great chance to beat Liberal on Friday and potentially play for a state championship. The number 2 seeded Topeka High Trojans beat Olathe North. And then the always mighty Olathe East Hawks your Olathe pulled the East stunner Hawk. last night at Coke Arena.
2: Beat my favorite. I thought Wichita Heights was going to win.
1: Yeah, Steve Sell made the prediction that the Wichita Heights girls would win 6A State. And the mighty Olathe East Hawks said, uh-uh.
2: Well, it's really looking like, to me, Topeka and Derby in the finals. Yep. Uh, I just, I'm just i not sold on Liberal. They beat Olathe-
1: You're not sold on the Olathe East Hawks?
2: I'm not sold on your Olathe East Hawks. Uh, Against Topeka. But uh, no, it's just some great games on the first day. A lot of close games. A lot of close games. Upsets of galore. So hopefully it'll be chalk today. And what I mean by chalk. Especially at 5A Girls. Yeah, at 5A Girls. Chalk. Well, we'd like to see the number four seed get beat. But, But chalk means all the favorites winning.
1: All right, Steve. When we look at the matchup today for McPherson against Baser Linwood, we talked about it yesterday on the show. McPherson's program taking pride in winning these opening round games, getting to the state semifinals. They have been able to do it the last three seasons, and if they can make it to a fourth state semifinal, it is up there for grabs. And I know that St. Thomas Aquinas is St. Thomas Aquinas, but I really do think that this team is built to go at a St. Thomas Aquinas team. But they have to get there first. Exactly. What do you think is your biggest key for this McPherson girls team today in Emporia in the opening round?
2: Well, I it's going to be what I say every time. If they're shooting the three ball, I don't think any team beats them. Uh, the three balls kind of come and gone. They were five out of twenty in the uh, sub state championship game. After I think they were eleven of nineteen in the semifinals. The three ball yeah, not a bad day. Yeah, the three ball kind of comes and goes at time. But I think they need to hit three pointers early. And, uh, uh, you know, make some shots. They're going to be giving away size probably to about everybody there because the bullpups just are not a tall team. But their defense keeps them in every game. When you only give up 32 points a game, you're going to be in every game.
1: And that is one thing that Coach Strathman talked about with preparing for a state tournament. And when it comes to any type of game, but especially state tournament, especially state opener too, you don't necessarily know – how your shooting is going to travel. You don't necessarily know how everything will translate to a big stage pressures on. But the things that he does know about this team, they will play hard defense, right. they will create turnovers, and they will play with energy. Yeah. Those three things can take you a long way. And then you have to rely on making some shots, being able to rebound the basketball. And I think those are the two things that he would tell you, making shots, getting rebounds on the offensive and defensive side. If they can do those two things to me, I think they could be successful today.
2: Well, you know, the Bullpups' athleticism often really bothers teams. I don't think Baser will be a team bothered bothers much because they play a really tough schedule. And, and I think uh, the Bullpups' athleticism won't be as dominant as it would, say, if they'd played, uh, oh, let me look at the schedule here, say uh, DeSoto, you know, somebody like that or maybe, I don't know, May South. But their athleticism is so good on defense. They create so many turnovers and steals and get those open looks for threes. Um, I I, I just like the Bullpups' chances. I think a key is Cassidy Beam making a three in the first eight seconds of the game. She's been good at that. She's been very good at that. And if she does that, that's a signal of good things ahead.
1: I hope that everybody will be able to make the trip over to Emporia today. And who knows what the way this week is going, yeah. whether this could be the last time that fans get to see McPherson play this year. Yeah. Who knows? Everything might be fine into the weekend, but we also don't know if on Friday they will say no fans allowed on Saturday, no fans allowed. So if you feel comfortable going, this would be a great opportunity to go support these girls and push them into a state semifinal. Remember, we talk about basketball capital of Kansas all the time. These are the weekends that you prove it. Yeah, Wear and, a lot of red and, and, and get we, to important Yeah,
2: and, and McPherson always does. I mean, it. you know, maybe the regular season crowds aren't what they used to be. And even the sub-state crowds were, to me, kind of substandard. But that's just because I think people just kind of thought McPherson was going to win. They wanted to save their money for state tournament. McPherson always turns out in force for the state tournament.
1: We'll be ready to go this afternoon in Emporia, Steve. We're excited about it. Game number one, get to knock everything out of the way first, get on the floor a little bit earlier than everybody else. You and I are excited to be there.
2: Yeah, and that's the other thing, 3 o'clock game. How will the teams react? The two teams react. A lot of sunshine. A lot of sunshine. Uh, You know, when the game's over, there'll still be a lot of sunshine because we'll be done by about 4.30, and it doesn't get dark now until about 7.30.
1: What a great way to spend your day at work today, oh, yeah, Steve. Oh, yeah, Can you imagine you, trying they, to get they anything pay, done? They pay us to do this. All right, Steve, let's take one more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE.
0: You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com.
1: Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE, Steve Sell, you and I are already en route to Emporia. As a reminder, we are recording this a little bit early, so everything that we have said today could be wrong. Yeah, we're probably about 30 minutes outside
2: of Emporia right now. The, the
1: CDC could have come out and said something that has just made us look really stupid today, but it wouldn't be but the we first have, time. We've,
2: we've definitely prefaced it many times today that we are taping this early, and some things could have changed by the time this airs. So
1: um, Let's hope not. Yeah, let's hope not. Well, we're excited to be in Emporia today. The Bullpup Girls take on Baser Linwood at 3. The 4.45 game, St. Thomas Aquinas against Mays South. Andover Central against DeSoto at 6.30. And Topeka Seaman against Mays in the 8.15 game. What a great way to sit at work for people in town today, Steve. Second year in a row that the 3 o'clock game. Oh, I need to go get these forms reported by the end of the day. Oh. Is that Jim and Steve on the radio? <laughs> is that the Bullpup Girls? Oh, let's just check in and see how they're doing. Yeah. And especially with who knows if everybody will be able to make the trip today yeah. with all of the ongoing it's, situations. It is, it is I get scary. the feeling we'll have a big audience today. Yeah,
2: it is and you know, like I said, this coronavirus, it is scary. It's something that we have to take very seriously. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it in my sixty three years, you know, on this planet. And hopefully, like I said, the uh, normalcy will return soon.
1: Well, let's hope so. Hopefully we get some normalcy today. Yeah. Don't we need basketball? Yeah, we do. We need something. Yeah, we need a fix. We need something to take our mind off of everything exactly. else. And, and make Steve take his mind off of watching the Dow Jones. Oh, yeah.
2: Crashing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Steve, we are looking forward to a fun, fun day today. And hopefully a chance for the McPherson girls to make it to their goal, playing on the Saturday and playing tomorrow. But it starts with a win today over baser Linwood, who will be no easy matchup today.
2: This will be as tough a first-round game as the Bullpups have had in many a year.
1: All right, Steve. We're looking forward to it. Buckle up. We'll enjoy our trip over. All right. We might even drag the pistol with us. Who knows? Why not? Why not? (laughs) Why not bring him with? Yeah. We'll see you at White Auditorium. All right. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you in Emporia this afternoon for the Bullpups in the state quarterfinals.